Sunny 16 presents. Hello and welcome to Only Films, a podcast for film shooters and analog camera lovers. My name is Mandy Left, I'm a film photographer, and today uh, we have a special guest um, who is going to be giving us an, an update. Um, on his trip to Japan, so Alex Bridge, Disorganized Film. Hello, Alex. Hello. How are you? Um, I, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I've been walking a lot, so I'm a bit tired today. Yeah, that's what I thought, because you know, I've seen, I've seen your stories, I've seen how long you have been walking around. Um, I, I think I've seen even uh, one day you did 38,000 steps on one day, so I think you've been mm. very busy. Yeah, I've had to calm down the past few days because uh, I have blisters now, so <laughs> I haven't been able to do as many steps. But uh, yeah, I should probably yeah, calm down I, anyway. I can imagine that. Yeah, after my recent travels, which we'll get into, uh, I did so much. I should probably. Yeah. So well, so just to let you know, <laughs> everyone, uh, Alex is doing um, a project and he's uh, photographing. Japan. He's doing a lot of street photography, also landscape photography, portraits in the streets of Japan. And it's been such an interesting um, experience just to see his his stories. He, he posts every day and I've been following. I look forward to seeing what he's up to every day. And I just go to his stories and say, oh, my God, he's in a camera shop. <laughs> or he's like in a really good... <laughs> It's in a really cool area, just taking photos of people. And and then also, for me especially, because I really like cameras, I like to see which camera he's using. So I've been following uh, Alex since he packed and he shared uh, the camera that back uh, that he was uh, taking over there. And, and it was really interesting to see his choice. So I think I'm, I'm actually going to start from there, Alex. So can you tell everyone what was your choice of cameras and why and explain uh, your reasoning uh, for taking those? Right, well, the two main things that I wanted to do, actually, I mean, I guess three things. The main three things that I wanted to do in Japan was landscape, street photography, and street portraits. Um, so the cameras I packed, I chose specifically for those. Now, last time I came to Japan, I packed, uh, my Leica M2 and I decided not to bring it this time. And I brought the Nikon F2 instead, um, only because I have more lenses for, for my Nikon F2 and I wanted the variety, um, I wanted my Nikon F2 to be the all-rounder camera. So I have um, mm. a 28, a 35, a 50, and then I think a 70 to 200 um, that I brought with me. I think, actually, that's not true. I, I bought the 35 here um, because it was a, a really good price. Um, and I unfortunately, I, I probably am never going to use the 28 ever again because I really like the 35. But, okay, going... Uh, yes going um yeah the other cameras i bought uh for street portraits i brought my rolly rolly flex 3.5 um uh, that is my go-to street portrait camera um for the landscape stuff i brought my fuji gs 645s 
which I haven't actually used that much since doing landscape. I was thinking I'd do street with it, but I haven't had much uh, chance to use it because um, bright lights and dark rooms, Alex, um, borrow, <laughs> he, he uh, allowed me to borrow his Hasselblad X-Pen. So I've been doing a lot of street and panoramic landscape stuff with his X-Pan as well. Um, I think I think that's it. Uh, I also have my. I mean, I can. I, I still can well. believe that. I yeah. still can believe that you 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 got that um, uh, X-Pan and then that he he just lent it to you to go to Japan. That's quite that's quite gener generous gesture. He's very trusting <laughs> of me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, well, he's he was selling it on eBay, and he, uh, and he his I, I guess he just wanted me to test it for him, <laughs> uh, which I have ah, done thoroughly now. So um, and continue <laughs> to test. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's been really good. Uh, very different, of course, but I'm gonna be sad to have to give it back to him for sure. So yeah, those are my five cameras. That's five: Fuji, Rolly, Nikon, Class, X. Yeah, five cameras, and then obviously my digital camera that I've been using to record videos. And I, I, when it rains and the weather's terrible, I do use it for sneaky digital photos as well. But we won't talk about. Oh that. no, we don't. We don't talk about that here. <laughs> we don't. We, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> But no, I mean, let's just talk about the real reason why you have that digital camera, because um, I think you are thinking of creating a YouTube channel or you already have it, but you know, you're going to start populating it once you get back and you start editing. But that, that was part of the, the, the project, right? Just to record um, your journey. Yeah, well, last time I was here, I did, I made so much content for Instagram stories that I felt that that well that people told me they really enjoyed um and that kind of content i felt could be made uh into youtube videos uh and if people enjoyed my instagram stories then they might enjoy the youtube videos as well um and i can try and replicate some of the channels that i watch regularly who do photography um and i thought it would be fun uh, especially now that i have the time to do so um and uh yeah so i thought i'd try it and it's actually been it's been a lot more difficult than i thought but i have tried uh nevertheless and i think i've got some pretty good footage so we'll see how it all edits together together i mean yeah i i, I it's, i'm just really looking forward to seeing uh, your videos because you're right I'm hooked to your stories and a lot of people are, I know, because we talk about what you're doing and where you are. And it's just super exciting to see um, what you're doing and, and, and everything that you are photographing. Because uh, I can see as well that you are very committed to your photography. And then you've just literally you've, you've traveled there with the sole idea of photo photographing Japan. And, yeah. and you're going to, well, you're going to spend... After you, well, how long are you going to be there for in total? Uh, I've been here since the 27th of December and I leave at the end of the month of, in January. Yeah. So I, yeah. I leave, uh, yeah, I'll be back in England uh, like the 2nd of February. 
But um, yeah, I, I came to Japan in terms of the YouTube video. I came to Japan only with one video in mind, and that was to do a video on infrared lenses in Hokkaido for the landscape stuff. And it's kind of snowballed into this kind of video diary format where I record myself twice a day and I talk about what I've done and what I'm going to do. And during the day, I try and record as much as possible. But it has been really difficult. I mean, you can imagine. So I, I try to get two film. I try to have two film cameras on me when I go out. So you can imagine I have Rolleiflex、yeah. on one side, Nikon on the other, and then my <laughs> digital camera as well. And then I'm、uh, in a、oh、camera、God. shop. I have to record one portrait mode on my phone for Instagram, and then one、yes. <laughs> landscape for YouTube. Of course,、uh, it's so I look like an absolute mad person, but、uh, hopefully it's worth <laughs> it. And, and that、um, it will be, and, yeah. And recording video and having to think about video as well has been really difficult to balance because. I want to take photos,、mm. and that's the primary thing. I,、mm. I don't want to be taking video all the time. And I had a really hard time,、uh, especially in the most kind of、uh, energetic of situations, where I want to focus on photography, and I had to stop myself and record、uh, video instead. So some of the I went to one event,、um, which was like a Matsuri festival. And there was a parade, and I kept on taking photos of the parade, and I was like, "No, I have to, I have to stop and film."、Um, and I think it's going to be interesting、yeah. watching that footage back because it's going to cut off quite rapidly、uh, because I've obviously seen something that I want to photograph, and I've quickly turned off the camera and, and dropped it to my side to run off. So、um, yeah, I don't know what that footage will be like. Probably very shaky. But、yeah, it's been yeah. Well, do you think maybe in the future you could have、um, one of these? What are they call you know, like, videographer. One of these cameras. No, but that would be great.、Uh, but no, like one of these、uh, cameras that you can just put on. Yeah. So camera, and then people were messaging、time. me on Instagram saying、um, you should do POV style videos, and I just don't have、mm-hmm. the gear for it. So、uh, well. I don't. And also a big thing about my. Type of photography is trying to be invisible a lot of the time, so having、oh, yeah. you know、uh, an arm rig type thing with a GoPro camera attached to it is just creating a lot of unwanted attention,、um, and it's、mm. it's it's like yeah. And another thing is when YouTubers do that,、yeah. you have you're forced into showing the photos that you're taking while you're recording. And as we、Absolutely,、all know,、yeah. as we all know, ninety、mm. percent、uh, of the photos <laughs> we take aren't very good. <laughs> well, I don't know,、yeah. mine aren't.、Um, so I don't want to be showing like really bad photos just because it. I、yeah. I showed it, me taking it on video. Does that make sense?、Mm. Yeah, it is a commitment. You know, like you're recording that, and then people will be like, "Oh, where's the photo of that? You know, why are you showing、yeah. me this footage if you're not showing me the the photo?" But well, okay, so then let's just actually go to、um, where the point where you started. So you went to Japan, and then you landed in Osaka. Yeah. So I, I,、um, yeah. You have to fly to Tokyo, and then you change and fly to Osaka. Okay.、Um, and from Osaka, I pretty much went straight away to Shiga、um, to stay with my partner's parents, 
and meet them for New Year's and celebrating the Japanese New Year with them was really fun. We went to a fire festival at a um, at a shrine on the top of this mountain, and my New Year's uh, moment was me freezing cold in the rain, uh, having taken some quite disappointing shots of uh, people dancing around a fire. <laughs> it, it was really it, it it looks really cool in the footage, but it's one of those things where you can't tell how cold it is, and that we'd been standing there for yeah. about two hours. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen mm-hmm. any of the photos from it either because it's all um, all uh, black and white, which I haven't got developed yet. So um, yeah, uh-huh. that was Shiga. That was New Year's. Um, uh, oh yeah, and then just before I flew to Hokkaido, we had the earthquake in Shiga, and yeah, um, yeah, there was a big earthquake the first of January um, in Japan. And we were quite close to the epicenter of it. Maybe uh, we we were just oh off God. the coast. So yeah, that I've never experienced an earthquake before. Um, it's a pretty cool but pretty scary experience. Um, I think we, I, I think I experienced a three point five, and then the epicenter okay. was. I can't remember the exact. It was like four point five or five or six. I can't remember um but it was pretty crazy we were actually by Biwa Lake when it happened and I was photographing a really really nice sunset um and it was so it it had been such a lovely day like blue skies like warm sunset really beautiful and then um it was just like being on the tube for a moment for about five minutes the whole everything just started shaking and there was a bell by the lake that started ringing and then um you know I'd never experienced one before so I was really chill I was just like oh it's yeah whatever we're just shaking a bit but um my partner Mm -hmm. was was quite was like really worried um because they had experienced earthquakes before and knew that this one was quite big um and then we we saw on the TV that every channel had uh, in big letters tsunami alert run and uh, <laughs> and then there was all this live footage of um, the dockyards with the tsunami hitting and it was really scary to Oof. kind of watch because um, you know those are people's lives that are being destroyed Absolutely. and a lot of people did die in that um tsunami as well an earthquake so it just it just you know life becomes too real sometimes uh and it was weird to be have a little small part in that but uh, an experience nonetheless um and then obviously and then and then the day after there was this plane that um crash landed in uh tokyo uh hanada airport airport and i don't know if you saw about that on the news um no. it collided with another plane that was actually supposed to um give uh earthquake relief supplies uh and they collided on oh. the runway and no one uh, i think some people died on the plane they collided with but no one died on the main plane and what was scary was that plane <sighs> was coming from Hokkaido which is where we were going ah. so it was like yes. earthquake on the first 
plane collision on the second and then we were flying on on like the third or something so it was a bit like oh gosh what's gonna happen but obviously um it was all fine in the end it, it took us a very long time to get there but um I've never seen so much snow in my life we uh flew to oh, yeah. Sapporo and we had a change of a few hours change over time in Sapporo so we walked around the city and um, there was some drama, though, that happened. An old woman slipped over and we had to call an ambulance mm-hmm. for her. Um, she slipped over on oh. the ice because everything, every, obviously everything is icy and snowy. Ah, then everything was, um, yeah. So there was a bit of drama on the third as well. But um, we got to BA, <laughs> all safe and sound. We uh, rented a car and we essentially spent the next... A uh, couple days just driving around to all the scenic spots in BA. It's um, try and describe it as a place. It's a very small town with lots of rolling hills, um, really beautiful countryside all around it. Mm. It's really popular in the summer, um, and not so popular in January because it's uh, the highest snowfall. And uh, we were very lucky the first day we were there because it was actually a blue sky which i think is quite rare in ba because usually it snows yeah. every day um yeah so essentially we we went to all these scenic spots around ba and i took all of my five cameras and i had all my cameras in the back seat and i was in the back seat <laughs> and i'd i'd um tell my partner to stop the car stop the car stop the car i see something i want to photograph yeah. and I'd, I'd, I'd hop out take the photo hop back in um and it was uh it was it was minus 13 i think the lowest it got during the day during the day and um yeah it was proper cold so i i was really really impressed with how my cameras coped so none of i had no issues whatsoever with my cameras they all worked fine I know yeah. some people were messaging me beforehand that my Rolleiflex might mm-hmm. um, freeze up, the X-Pan, the electronics or the battery might drain. <laughs> yeah. Everything was fine. So, you know, take your cameras okay. out in minus two, minus 13, whatever. Uh, don't hold that against me well, when they break. Well, that's really good to know. Yeah, it was very lucky, I think. Um, and yeah, I shot the infrared lenses that I talked about uh, the last podcast we did. And I got mm-hmm. the photos back yesterday and it worked. They look really cool. Uh, I think I sent you some, uh, some yes, examples. Yes, they are amazing. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm happy with the black and white. Not so happy with the slide film I shot on the panoramic because uh, they messed up the dev a little bit. But um, yeah, Oops. I think I got some good shots. So happy with that. Okay, so I mean... It's, yeah, I mean, the black and white ones that I saw are really incredible. Um, they're, they're really, honestly, I didn't really think how, I didn't have any expectations, I guess. I just didn't really know how they would look. Um, but they are beautiful. I think you manage very well with those. Yeah. And it I, is a shame that this light film didn't work out. But um, can you tell us as well what, uh, what happened? Because it wasn't the camera, right? It was the film. It was the development, so, right? Yeah, so I thought it was the film because, I mean, I thought it was the camera at first because it looked very much like light leaks. Um, But when you look closer, they're very straight vertical kind of light leaks. And then on the positives Mm. themselves, they they're all in the same place and they all like 
looked like they touched each other. Um, so my guess is that if they put them in a reel, they might have stuck together in the reel and not developed yeah. properly. Um, that's my hunch. Um, also, I think that because um, there was, there seems to be like dirt or grime stuck to the positive mm -hmm. as well. So I'm not, I'm not sure. It's just a shame. Um, but I got some it good is. shots as well. And I've still got more black and white to develop from that trip as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, but then now that we're talking a bit about labs and development and film, um, well, can you tell us first um, which film you chose to take with you, or if you did you take film with you, or did you buy it there? Oh, and also which 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 choice and why? <laughs> so, the film I took with me um, is a whole hodgepodge of different films, but I mainly. <laughs> The, I'll, the only films I'll talk about that I primarily took to use specifically for the landscape was the infrared, Raleigh infrared, and Delta 100 and Delta 400. Um, those were my main films for 120. My 35 stuff mm -hmm. was a mix of like Cine Still 800, uh, Fuji 100, Ektar 100, um, a few ECN2 mm -hmm. films and then like 400, like Tri-X 400, um, JCH 400, just loads of different films because that's all I had. Um, mm -hmm. And then when, and the, but interestingly, um, Lomography film in Japan at the moment seems pretty cheap. Um, so I've been actually okay. shooting a lot of Lomo 400 and a lot of Lomo 800. I think I've shot around um, like 15 rolls <laughs> so far of Lomo. Oh, wow. And I'm, I, cause I, yeah, I shot one roll of Lomo 400 and I just completely fell in love with the saturated, uh, yeah. contrast colors. Um, uh, so I, mm -hmm. I, that's like my film now. Uh, and it's really cheap. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's good because when, when you say cheap, uh, what are we talking about? So the camera shop that I have been using the three packs are, um on discount at the moment because they expired in january um so uh -huh. they're they've been discounted uh at six thousand yen for three so that's two thousand so that's around like 10 pound a roll for lomo oh, 400 oh. and lomo 800 yeah so that's pretty mm. that's pretty good um and yeah. that's for 120 and black and white. Uh, that's not one black and white. That's for 120 and, and 35. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's some pretty... Oh, that's a really good price. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you consider it's 800, it's like 50% yeah, off. That's, that's really good. <laughs> no, no, that's brilliant. Uh, that, that's a very, very good price. So I understand why you're shooting. I really like it as well. It's just the colors are, are mm. fantastic. So... It's great that you can just get it over there. And, well, you said that you shot 15 rolls of uh, Lomo 400, but do you have a number of all the rolls that you have shot so far in the total number? Oh, no. Probably. <laughs> uh, it's a guesstimate, but probably around 40, maybe. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I've got a big really? <laughs> bag of black and white film that has 
that's undeveloped. <laughs> I can go. I can go get it. Just here. <laughs> I don't believe it. What? I think I've got about. Okay, that's fif- a lot. Fif- Fifteen rolls. <laughs> oh, look at that! Undeveloped oh, black and white and easier to. <laughs> That is incredible. Oh wait, wait. Can you just actually? But um, I, I've I've been show um, that again. I'm gonna. I've been giving my the camera. I'm gonna take a picture. I, <laughs> Great. I've been giving the I've been giving the camera shop um, rolls every day in Osaka. And I've I've become oh. quite good friends with them, so ah, they're they're happy because I'm, I'm giving them all my money. Yep, the, the <laughs> I can see is, you're a very good I customer. Mean, the dev is so cheap here. Um, the okay. the shop that I use specifically is Cameraland Yautomi, and they're based in Central Osaka Station, so they're really easy to to find and get to. Um, and they can develop thirty five color and one twenty color in a day. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One twenty color in one <laughs> in a day, same day. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, um, the only downside is they can't send your photos via Dropbox or via email. So everything, or most camera dev lab, uh, dev labs in Japan, will do it on CD. Um, oh wow! Old fashioned. Yeah. So um, for dev, uh, for dev alone, it's seven hundred and fifty yen. And with a CD, it's 660 yen for, um, for 35. And that works out to an astonishing mm-hmm. £7.50. So that's pretty, that's pretty good. Dev and scan for £7.50, 35ml colour. And then for 120, wow. for 120 colour... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's me trying to do a drum roll. It's... Eight pounds forty. Eight pounds forty for That's same day really one color. So it's it's not just I good. It's insane. It. So I've been giving them as everything as Whoa. much as I can. Um, now the downside is black and white. It's similar prices, um, but they take around two weeks to develop um, because they have to ah. send it off to a lab. So if you're coming to Japan. Um, you can only and you have yeah you have to come for longer than like, for about three weeks really a month if you want to develop yeah. any black and white yeah um hence yeah. why i have a big bag of black and white uh, exposed film in my uh-huh. fridge so you're bringing that back yeah i'm gonna have to bring that back and get it developed here um Mm-mm. yeah and then slide film i sent that off to um a lab we found on the internet that we <laughs> that uh, had good <laughs> reviews, but obviously, you know, as we said, kind of messed up my slide film. But the mm. good news was that was they were very cheap as well. I think they were around two thousand yen, so like ten quid a roll. Um, and That's they okay. they developed my slide film in three days. That is quite impressive, considering that in the UK it usually takes about two weeks. Two two weeks, yeah. Um, and then mm. this is the big, this is the kicker as well. This is the kicker. ECN two, do not bring ECN two oh. to Japan. You will not oh. find anywhere uh, 
that mm. can develop it. Um, I think there is one place in Yokohama, which is near Tokyo, uh, that might do it, but uh, it's just not. Mm -hmm. It's just not worth it. Do not bring ECN two to Japan. It's just meh. Mm. Obviously, I mean, you can bring Unless it Unless you England, want to, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're like yeah, me you, you need to know that you're going to take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to take these into and then just bring it back to the UK. That's kind of it. But you are impatient, you say. You just have to be, well, because you're there, you want to see what you're doing, right? Yeah, I don't want to wait two months to see my photos, you know? <laughs> yeah, that makes complete sense. And But then you said, okay, these are really good prices, but what was the quality of the scans? Are you happy? Yeah, um, they've all been decent. I'm obviously going to rescan them when I get home um, because yeah. they need, like, touch-ups and stuff. But, I mean, yeah. it's pretty good. It's it's uh, basically your standard scan from, like, a Noritsu scanner. Perfect. Like, it's yeah. nothing crazy. It's yeah. your baseline. Um, so I have been doing a few uh, level adjustments before I post it to like, Instagram. Yeah, yeah or of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you want to make them look the way you want, but it's just good to be able to have a look and say, okay, this is this is what's happening. This is what I'm doing. I'm happy. I'm not happy. Or I'm gonna do that again. It's just makes com it makes complete sense what you're doing. But then going back to where we were, I think the last. Um, stop let's say you're wearing ba and then there is where you shot all the landscape with the red filters and then after that what what, what have what, what did you do so after ba we came back to osaka and i started doing street portraits in osaka yes. specifically um, Dotonbori, which is kind of like the main tourist thoroughfare in uh, in Osaka, and uh, a place close to Dotonbori called America Mura, which is the only kind of high street that exists in Osaka, and it's full of vintage mm. shops and a lot of cool dressed kind of Japanese teenagers yeah. hang out there. So that is the best place. Um, and I can talk, uh, yeah, it's frustrating uh, because <laughs> the, Jap the Japanese have some strange cultural perceptions of what beauty is and whatnot. So uh, mm. most of the people I asked uh, said no. Nearly, I'd say like, right. yeah, three out of five say no. And it's always because like the excuse, and this goes for men and women, by the way, they say that their mm -hmm. makeup is not good, their hair is not good, <gasps> their like all of these no things where I'm just like, they they've obviously put so much effort into their makeup, into their hair, yeah. into the way they look, and they look amazing, um, because the people I'm choosing are, are, are I, I'm choosing because of you know they've put a lot of effort into the street yeah. fashion, um, and they keep they're just very very shy. And I've had, a, wow. like, only a couple, like, people that have been a bit rude. But everyone's mm. really shy and everyone's very nice here. So getting a no is not surprising, but it's not like in England where mm. it can be a bit nasty. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so but, you just I have mean, to keep that, on that's trying. That's really hard because, like, 
How do you cope with the frustration of like Cain rejects it in that sense? Well, it's it's uh, well, I don't. I get frustrated. Um, <laughs> I, I I get frustrated, but you have to carry on. You have to kind of distract yourself with something nice to feel good again. Um, and you can't yeah. you can't take the negative, uh, and then because if you do, that will just manifest into a bad vibe that you give off and you don't want that because mm-hmm. then you'll get more no's um, but if you keep on going and you keep yeah. on asking someone will say yes and that will make up for it um, also having yeah. the second camera to do just standard street stuff with helps as well because it keeps mm-hmm. you keeps you going but um mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I ha- I've come up with a word for it actually I've, it's called area fatigue So if you're in an area oh. for too long trying to photograph, um, mm. you might get area fatigue and become uninterested mm. or frustrated trying to find a photo. And in that case, just move to a different area. Uh, reset. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the best thing is not to hang around, really. Yeah. Like, well, don't hang around if you're not getting photos. Don't, like, like yeah. standing on a street corner for me and waiting for something to happen is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I, I never find anything mm. um, when I do that. Uh, so, yeah, that mm. is my street portraits stuff. Oh, actually, one other thing is learning <laughs> Japanese. Obviously, learning how to say, can I take your photo, ah, please, okay. in Japanese is like a must. You have to, because otherwise they're going to think you're really because weird obviously tourist. you approach people. Yeah, you approach people and it's like, okay, you know, at least they have made an effort to learn how to say this to me in my yeah. language. So, well, let, let's let's just let's just uh, hear <laughs> Act it out. how that sounds, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, so essentially, essentially, I'll go up to someone and I'll go, uh, excuse me, can I take your photo, please? Uh, I'm a street photographer, or sometimes I'll say fashion photographer, depending on the situation. Ah, um, so that sounds move. like... Yeah, like, Sima-sen, uh, Sima-sen, uh, fashion uh, photographer, shashi no totomo ii desu ka, onegaishimasu. And then they either go, ah, nashi nashi, ah, uh, no, 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 or, ah, yeah, cool, kakoi ne. <laughs> ah, cool, sugoi camera. Ah, that's ah, great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just butchered the, you know, pronunciation and uh, accent, probably, but that oh, that great. is... Um, Yeah, shashin is camera, or totome, totomo is can I, and then idesu, I don't know. I, I'm not going to break that down because I'm not knowledgeable enough. No, but... But that is uh, apparently the right way to say it. Perfect, okay. So do you feel that maybe people um, are happier for you to take their photo if they see that you have, for example, a Rolleiflex, or does that really ah. matter to them? Or what do you see? What's the reaction? It's incredibly, incredibly important to have uh, a camera that makes you look like a photographer that isn't just some like creep ah. on the street. Um, that <laughs> is why I have the Rolleiflex because it makes you look, you know, cool. It makes you look unique. It makes yes. it, it. It gives you. A purpose um, and mm. it's an interest it's always a camera that makes people interested so um, mm. to it to the extent that when I was uh, when I went to Tokyo uh, and I was doing street portraits in Harajuku uh, that I got approached by a TV 
channel who were recording a oh. segment on people on the street and it turned out to be Tokyo TV and um, they <laughs> interviewed me for about 20 minutes on the street and they just wanted to know everything about the Rolleiflex and what I was doing in Japan and all that. So at some point there'll be wow. a recording of me being interviewed uh, on TV. I'm going to try and record it. I think it's uh, next Monday. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. That's incredible. Okay, so you know, the Rolleiflex takes you to places, we can say. Yes, yeah, definitely. Anything, any old, <laughs> you know, film camera, there, it's always more interesting than a digital one. So. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Uh, do you remember anything that they wanted to know about the camera? Well, what sort of thing did they ask? Literally everything. They wanted to know. When was the mm. camera made? Why do you use that camera? They said, ah. like, they wanted to know why I wasn't using a digital camera, what was different about it. Ah. And, I, and they, they didn't really, uh, it didn't seem like they understood that lenses work differently. Um, like, you yeah. get different effects with different lenses. And so mm -hmm. I tried my best. But, um, yeah, it was, it was really fun little thing to happen mm. yeah that's that's really cool and then just 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 you know just to be able to have that out there you know like oh alex bridge is in tokyo tv <laughs> yeah yeah i can add that to the portfolio <laughs> exactly that's really cool that's really cool um, and that was and then okay so then um i also want to ask you because you mentioned uh, this uh, area fatigue and that it it's something that you don't do is just stand in the corner and wait for something to happen so I actually want to know what's your approach to taking portraits or like or just going into an area and taking photos or what what's how do you do it so there are certain instinctual things that I've learned where choosing when choosing a subject um and it's it's things like it's just a lot of don'ts like don't go up to someone that has headphones in usually don't go up to someone that's walking slightly faster in the crowd mm -hmm. um don't go up to someone who just doesn't you don't get the a vibe a good vibe from mm -hmm. um you have to find someone that's kind of in a space where they're kind of chilling um, and you also need to be in an area that is busy, but not too busy and not super busy. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of like specifics that I like mm. preferences almost. Um, and that I, I, I really like Tokyo more than Osaka to do street portraits just because there are more people there and it's more of a street kind of society. Um, Osaka is mostly underground like all the people are just underground because that's where all the shopping centers and restaurants are like there isn't much yeah. street um, but yeah the ah. approach is just to just find people you think look interesting um, I was obviously targeting yeah. people who had interesting street fashion and mm. and then just try and be as polite as possible and try to explain to them as well as you can like what you want to do and sometimes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
you know, they'll want to see your Instagram. Uh, sometimes they will yeah. care. Sometimes they'll be a bit weird about it. It's just, you know, it's always mm. a different kind of interaction. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And then also I wanted to ask you about um, camera shops because I've seen quite a few in your stories and it's kind of like a highlight. Um, when you post something about cameras, I'm always looking at the cameras and then seeing the, um, the, the condition and the prices and I don't know, like the range. So can you tell us a bit more about like the type of camera shops that you've seen this time um, and uh, if you've seen anything in particular that you thought wow I wish I could just buy and take it back uh, yeah too many too many cameras that I, I, I wish I could buy <laughs> um, yeah I spend too much of my time going to camera shops uh, here uh, and <laughs> I do enjoy uh, posting the videos there was one camera that I really wanted to buy and it was the Fuji GF670 and I found one. Uh, I found multiple actually and I was in a department store in um, in Kobe, I think, of all places. Uh, no, not Kobe, in uh, Awaji or, or somewhere else other mm -hmm. than one of the main places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I literally had it in my hands and uh, I was at the counter ah. and I was gonna pay. I had my debit card ready and they said no debit yes. card, cash only. <laughs> and um, I don't know, for those that don't know, the Fuji GF670 is kind of expensive, uh, like 2,000 pounds expensive. Yeah. Um, so I was like, how the, who the hell carries so how... 2,000 pounds in cash? So uh, yeah, that hmm. was that. And I, I kind of don't regret, regret it because I feel like it's too expensive of a camera for me to roughly, you know, use on the street every day. And it's, it's a bellows camera hmm. and the focus is right next to mm. the bellows. So I'll probably damage it at some point. It's just too nice yes, for me. Yeah. I'm not good enough for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one camera that I actually... I tried to buy yesterday and it's a camera that I've been looking at since I first arrived in Japan, even the, my last trip as well. And it was the Olympus Pen W, the small compact camera. Mm. It's a 25 mil lens and apparent, and one of my favorite photographers, uh, Eugene Smith used one, Daido Moriyama used one. Um, and they're very, very rare. And I found one. I found one. And I've been looking at it in the cabinet for so long. And yesterday, yeah. I had the cash out. I was all ready. It was 50,000 yen, yes. about 250 pounds. I got the camera in my hand. And the <gasps> focus was broken. The focus and oh, no. rangefinder was completely <laughs> broken. And uh, I had to, yeah, uh, put it back. And I, I didn't buy it. So back to eBay, I guess. But uh, so, yeah, I haven't yeah. actually... Well, I mean, you still have one week, right? I, was... <laughs> I, I won't find another one in a week. Uh, I did find uh, a black <laughs> Olympus Pen S, which is the 35mm version. Um, and that is also very, very rare because it's the black version. But uh, mm. it's 70,000 yen, which is like 350 quid. So I was like, I'm not, not spending 350 quid mm. on compact camera uh yeah. so yeah i the 
So I haven't bought any serious cameras over here, um, but that doesn't mean I haven't bought cameras. Mm. I did buy two cameras uh -huh. yesterday, two very special cameras. Ah. Um, okay. I went to a camera store that specializes in toy cameras. And I, yes, don't know, I, saw that. <laughs> I don't know if you remember last time, but I bought a Tamagotchi camera and a Pingu camera. And yes. this time... <laughs> And this time I bought two more Tamagotchi cameras mint in the box ah. because um, a little birdie called Katie messaged mm -hmm. me on Instagram asking to buy one. Ah. And I kind of regret saying that uh, I would do it for her now because I've kind of fallen in love with them. <laughs> um, but I suppose she's going to buy one of them. And I was thinking about doing a giveaway for my YouTube channel, mm. um, ah. for the, with the Tamagotchi camera, yeah. Yes. Maybe maybe the Tamagotchi camera with like three rolls of Fuji 100. That's a pretty good giveaway, I think. Oh, that's absolutely fine. Uh, but well, um, maybe because people don't know that the a Tamagotchi camera is not just that it's like, it, well, it has like pictures of Tamagotchi. It's like actually you take a picture and then so it's got a filter. So oh, how, yeah. How, you can how put uh, an image inlay in the camera and um, you actually get six image inlays, I think, with with this. Ah. Um, and you also get a lot of stickers as well. You get a lot of really mm. cute stickers. So if that's not tempting, mm. I don't know what is. Absolutely tempting. I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't have any more space, right, for, for another Tamagotchi camera in your suitcase. Well, I bought the only two they had, so... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You'll have to win the giveaway. That's it. Oh, well, you know, I still have a chance. I still have a chance. So yeah. when are you thinking of doing that giveaway? When, like, when you launch your YouTube channel? So once I've made a few of the videos and I have, like, a good proof of concept, I'll then do mm -hmm. uh, the giveaway um, probably to promote the channel just to get a few more people interested yes. in it. Um, mm -hmm. I've never done a giveaway before, so yeah. that'll be new, probably disorganized. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting, that's really good. Ah, but um, you've bought uh, uh, toy cameras, but you also said you bought a Nikon lens, a 35mm. Oh and yeah, you said but that's it was a really fun. good that's... deal. Yeah, yeah, I bought, uh, it's not too interesting though, I, I bought a Nikkor 35, well. like f2.8 or something, it's the most standard of standard 35s, and I got it for like okay. 50 quid, <laughs> so it's like, it was, oh, well, it was so a good mad. price, and I want I wanted the focal length, so I just, you know, I bought it. Yes. Is that the one you've been using mainly, in that, on that camera? Yeah, from on my Nikon f2, yeah, I've been using that mainly, yeah, for mm -hmm, street mm -hmm, standard okay. stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then, so what's the last place, the last um, place that you visited? Well, you were also went to Awaji Island. Oh, yeah. So before I went to Tokyo, I went on a day trip or well, a one night trip to Awaji Island uh, just to get out of the city for a bit. And uh, it's, it's essentially an island right next to Kobe. So it's about an hour's drive from Osaka. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's completely different. It's uh, like countryside, really old uh, era, like Showa era, which is like uh, 20th century era, 
kind of countryside houses everywhere, wow. famous for its kind of seascapes and landscapes and stuff. So uh, it was yeah. just really chill. Um, the weather wasn't that good. It was raining quite a lot and really, really windy, but it was still, yeah, still nice. A lot of nice little coffee shops and nice. stuff. Nice. So yeah. Oh, it, that um, sounds lovely, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do too much in a wedgie, but it was just a little thing we did. Um, mm. But the main thing, all the main stuff, all the fun, exciting stuff has seemed to have happened in uh, Tokyo. Um, okay. I met... I met uh, an Australian woman called Lily. She was um, in a camera shop called Lucky Camera, um, which is a coincidence. Um, and it was quite fun. It was, she was looking for a compact camera, a compact digital camera. I'll actually, I'll have you out. Oh. And um, <laughs> she didn't find one. And as she was walking out the store, I said to her, uh, what were you looking for, by the way? And um, I started talking to her and I actually went on a little journey with her and we, I think we visited uh, three more camera shops uh, in ah. the in the area and um, I probably nerded her out a bit talking about cameras too much but in the end we <laughs> bought uh, well she bought uh, an Olympus um, 35 uh, DC the compact camera so mm -hmm. I managed to convince someone uh, not to buy a digital and they actually ended up buying film camera and that's a big achievement it's a big achievement for the film community yeah perfect um, thank you alex <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and um speaking of meeting people i met my friend uh john sipple again in tokyo and we had a little day together oh, yeah. looking at photo books in jumbocho and that was really uh nice for those that don't know he he runs a quite a popular Instagram page called uh, Tokyo Camera Style, where he meets people on the street mm -hmm. and takes a photo of their camera and then posts about it. And he's gotten quite mm -hmm. popular. He's also a very good photographer, so I'd follow him yeah. on Instagram. But he uh, he knows quite a lot of people in Tokyo in the photograph photography scene because he's lived there for like 22 years, I think. So uh. um, we went to a gallery. Um, and I met the owner, who's also a publisher, um, and they just really nice mm -hmm. chats with experienced photographers and um, just yeah. really nice. Um, and then I did actually mm -hmm. manage to go on a photo walk um, with a local okay. film photographer who kind of organizes walks kind of the same way we do. Um, and mm -hmm. around 38 people were supposed to show up. But unfortunately, it was raining so much. The weather was so, uh, so, so bad that only, I think only around like eight mm. people showed up in the end. And they were, they were all digital. Wow. They were, a lot of them were digital. Hey, no. <laughs> so, but, but, but it was still fun. It was still really nice. And everyone I met was really, really nice. And um, we had a really good time. Um, especially we went hmm. to this kind of really narrow, really packed kind of, uh, market area. And I had, uh, I, I spent a few roles in that area for sure. Taking, uh, yeah. taking photos mm -hmm. with two mm -hmm. of the other guys. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, a really, really good trip to Tokyo. Um, and I got back yeah. to Osaka a couple of days ago from that. But yeah, so um, yeah. since I've come back from Tokyo, I've just been trying to do more street portraits and 
trying to film more on my digital for more so there's more just content for people to see mm -hmm. later on uh, yeah mm -hmm. kind of winding that's really down good now. but then okay so we 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 said that yeah and then you are you're gonna be there for one more week and so any plans for this last week uh literally nothing uh i haven't got any plans mm -hmm. um just going to explore trying to explore osaka more and maybe i'll yeah. go to kyoto again uh, or kobe because uh, they're really easy places to go to for like a day um but there's nothing really at the moment that comes to mind that i have planned no yeah okay so no great i mean uh, you can <laughs> still improvise and see what happens uh, you know yeah, i'm sure I, you'll I, be I, I, um, and that's the interesting <laughs> thing I've been doing these uh, video diaries in the morning and I'll kind of say what I think about doing ah. and then when I get back in the evening and I do my like little catch-up video <laughs> it's comp like so much has happened and it's completely different and nothing goes to plan <laughs> it's been very uh, it's, yeah it's been interesting but it's nice to like have that spontaneity and, and just just to go out there with an idea and then just Things happen, right? I mean, you you can't expect. What's the great thing about Japan? You just if you walk places in Japan, don't get the train. Walk as much as you can. You will find some mm. really really cool things and meet really cool people. Um, yeah. I just walking through. Um, I was walking to one of the major tourist spots in Osaka, um, and it was a forty minute walk um, when I could have taken a ten minute train. But I decided to walk and I found yeah. this festival, this Matsuri in Osaka called the Toka Ebisu Festival. And that ended up being a two-day photography project where I, I shot like six uh -huh. to eight rolls of film. Um, and that was one of the best yeah. experiences I've had all trip. And that's because I walked. So everyone should should walk. <laughs> Just, just get walking, get walking. That's great. No, that's a great tip because yeah, you never know. You start walking and you find something. You meet someone, and I think yeah, probably that's one of the best things uh, to do when you're traveling. So okay, so perfect. Um, I'm actually yeah, just really looking forward to seeing uh, the whole project coming out as a YouTube channel and also your photos. You've been sharing uh, some of them. But um, my last question is, like, what are you planning to do in terms of uh, how are you going to share your photos? Are you going to share some on YouTube only or, um, or on Instagram? Or how, how are you going to do this? Or what, what's, what's, what are you thinking about that? So I think what I'll do is um, I, I will make the video and show all the photos on the video. But, uh, and to advertise the video, I'll post them on Instagram with a video in the link. That's what I'm thinking yes. of doing, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good plan. But yeah, that's great. Um, so I encourage everyone to start following Disorganized Film on Instagram. You still have uh, <laughs> some time uh, there just to enjoy yeah. his stories. Please and follow also, me so I'm, uh, yeah. be, Please yeah, follow me just, so just, I'm forced, forced to make these uh, videos because uh -huh. I'm, I'm now digging a hole that I can't get out of. So uh, mm -mm. don't let the disorganization <laughs> uh, stop me. 
<laughs> exactly. Please and, organize and me. And obviously, um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we also have the YouTube channel, which is called. It's called Disorganized Film. <laughs> I thought it was. Yes, I was. Um, I was and thinking. I thought maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe Disorganized Film is too long. I was thinking of calling it Dizzy Film or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, no. Disorganized <laughs> yeah. Film. Keep it simple. Yeah. Perfect. Disorganized film on Instagram. Disorganized film on YouTube. Actually, I'm just gonna subscribe now. Just, just wait. You're gonna be and my just first subscriber. Until, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. Be your first subscriber. So now you have the pressure. <laughs> you have to deliver. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and everyone do the same. Go on YouTube. Disorganized film. Uh, subscribe and then um, uh, put some pressure on Alex so that he, he gets all of these um, footage uh, out there uh, in, in the form of really cool videos and I think we are look, all looking forward to that Alex. Yeah and I, I wanted to do, do a small update as well um, on mm -hmm. my book because obviously a big uh -huh. thing I talked about last time was my book um, I'm thinking about actually using the photos from this trip as well in the book too. So hopefully, um, I think what I'm going to do is if I do earn money from YouTube, um, I know that's a lot to say right now, but the well. plan is to, you know, use that money to fund the book. Um, yes. And yeah, so essentially I'm starting YouTube and I'm going to start creating the book again um, mm -hmm. because it was, it, it's still up there. I haven't forgotten about it. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, the thing is, I was about to ask you, but you know, I've learned that asking people about a book that they are putting together is like asking people about their PhD thesis. And, you know, like, it's like, do I ask? Do I not ask? Because you know, <laughs> like, it's like, a, it's like a topic that maybe people don't want to talk about. It's like a bit of like that thing like, of pressure. <laughs> well, it's an ongoing, it's, it's become an ongoing project now um, because, you know, I keep coming back to Japan. So I'm just adding and adding to it, but um, I'm mm. going to try and refine it and just make it better. Um, yeah, just I just want to release something because I've told so many people for such a long time now mm -hmm. that I'm making a book. Mm -hmm. And um, I got so close. Mm -hmm. I got so close to publishing it. I had a graphic yes. designer. I had a printer. We were ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then um, disaster struck. I was made redundant. I lost all income. Yeah. So, my goodness. Um, yeah, I have to sort my life out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, now now you have the time, and uh, and then you 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 had a very advanced project there, like the book was almost there. So you obviously now you're gonna revisit that, and uh, with new photos, it might take some time. But I, you know, you were already there, so it's not like starting from scratch. No, no, I'm just going to be refining and adding uh, better stuff. Like I might split it into street and landscape rather than um, mm -hmm. mixing it all together because what the book ultimately became was kind of like a travelogue. Um, yes. And I'm not sure if that's the way I, I want it to go. Yeah. So I might split mm -hmm. split it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Well, well, we can talk about it mm -hmm. at, a, at a later date. It Exactly, yeah, that's for the next uh, episode. So thank you so much, Alex, for this update from Japan. And now we are going to be following you on this uh, last period of your trip. 
and yeah so looking forward to what's coming yeah no thank you um for for uh supporting and reaching <laughs> out and doing this it's been uh, it's been fun although i have just spoiled a lot of things um although well nah. maybe not maybe it'll uh excite people nah. to to watch the videos and that's what i'm thinking it's like every everything that you're saying I'm, i i think i want to see what you're talking about so i'm i'm looking forward okay, to good, seeing good, it good. yes so yep <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> so yeah thank you alex i hope you enjoy the rest of your time there in japan and speak to you soon i guess yeah 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 i'll uh, i'll see you later see you later okay so i hope you have all enjoyed this episode and please follow a uh, disorganized film youtube and uh, instagram and yeah um see you in the next episode everyone um thank you and keep shooting but keep shooting film bye <laughs>